What up, what up? What up, though, man? Woo. Episode 69. Bro, my immature this ass is been not... waiting to say this shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. It is not the episode that I thought it would be. Uh, no, no. Not at all, man. Uh, obviously, uh, we're a little hiatus here, but... Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I've been out for two weeks, man. Um, this episode comes with a little bit of a heavy heart. Um, but before we get into that, yeah. welcome back, everybody. Episode 69 of the Carbon Footprint. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, and talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things that are making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. What is on the menu for today? Ooh, yo, we, we kept it simple today, man. Very uh, simple. They're just real simple, just uh, straight bourbon and ice or whiskey and ice. So we started with this, uh, the rabbit hole, which is kind of becoming one of my favorites, man. The, this Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I know we've had it on here before. Yep. I think we had it straight also. Um, but yeah, man, this rabbit hole. So Shea Bourbon Whiskey is awesome. If you guys haven't tried it, that's really, really good. Just straight on the rocks. And then the Macallan 12-year, which is, I mean, a lot of people who drink uh, any kind of scotch or whatever, that, the Macallan's probably the, the like, baseline for a lot of people of where they start as far as, like, good scotches go. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just, we, we basic today, man. Yeah, we just we real sip. basic today. We just want right. to sip and talk and unload. It's been a while. And you said, man, we, we got we had a lot of stuff going on. So Absolutely, uh, man. So, um like I said, for those of you who are who are uh, listeners of the show, we've been out for two weeks. Um, my father passed, uh, Mr. Herbert Shepard. So I'm going to give him Carbon Footprint of the Week. Um, this dude, man, I, I mean, I can't say enough about this guy. He was a son, a brother, a father, um, served in the Korean War. Um, the guy was a musician. He played the saxophone. Um, he was a business owner with some friends of his. Um, did X-ray tech? He was an X-ray technician for his most of his career, where he served as a supervisor, almost like right off the bat. Wow! Um, it was funny, man. He went to um, he went through X-ray school, and then when he got his first job, like they needed like a supervisor, and they offered him the job, and and he was like, "Nah, man, like I, I'm new. Like who? Like like, <laughs> like who like, am I? Higher, yeah, bro. I just got here." <laughs> And then one of his mentors told him, yo, if you don't take the job, they'll never offer it to you again. And so the guy, like almost like from school, just like jumps into the sort of management and, um, and, and rides that out through his career. That's the infamous, bro, say yes and learn how to figure and, it out And later. figure it out. Yeah, is that the Richard Branson? Yeah, yeah, you say yes and then you figure it out later. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. So so did that. And then um and then kind of the, the 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 tale of two lives for this guy, man. Like you know, live, you know, had married um initially, had a couple of kids, and then essentially like halfway through his life, man, like remarried and 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 had his sort of like second second half of his life. Life. Um, but you know, obviously meant so much to me, uh, father figure from, from day one for me. And, um, man, like, I don't even know what else, I don't even know what else to say, man. Like this dude, this dude was just like, other than, you know, obviously fa father figure, but, but friend, like cheerleader, hype man, you know, never, you know, guy never laid a hand on me. Um, I think I, I can only remember him ever getting mad at me or not even mad at me he was like, frustrated with me once in my entire life bro once it was one of those dudes that just like never got too high never got too low and 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 was the dude that that people would go to if they had an issue 
maybe they needed a problem solve. Like that was the dude because he just was always like, he would just look at a situation and then just go, okay, this is what's going on. How do we, how do we either fix it or, or, or make it sort of better, right? You know, do we have to throw time at it? Do we have to throw money at it? Do we have to do both? You know, do we just have to suck it up and just deal with it? You know, like all of that. He just never, I never seen the guy rattled. He's like, everything has a solution. Yeah. He, he was one of those, like, what is it? What? We, yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, man. So, so. You're, dude, and you're very much like that, man. Because I, I, I tell people all the time, like, you're one of the most disciplined people. I tell you that all the time. You're one of the most exactly. disciplined people I've ever met in my life. And then I call you all the time to talk me off the ledge because I'm like, I'm emotionful, but I like emotionless about certain things. But then I also kind of wear my heart on my sleeve about a lot of things. So I know when I'm like off the rock, I go like, fucking, I got to call Sean because Sean's going to reel me back in. And I know that's something that like in your stories about him, it, it's something that definitely comes through where you just go, you definitely, I, whether that's nature, nurture, whatever it is, man, right, you definitely right. come through like that, like that same kind of mentality for sure. Yeah, man. And you know, what's funny is so, so he passed about a week and a half ago and, um, Man, I just feel like like he's not really gone because I carry so much of him yep. inside me, right? So so for me it's just like and I think that like I'm not a religious guy, right? I don't I don't know if there's a if there's a heaven or a hell and all and all of that, right? So so for, for, for me, like there's there's that's, there's really like no proof of that. So I just don't even think about it. But I do think that that's how we sort of live forever. Right? Like he passes on not only his genes right but also not in you know dna but but the way that he was and his mentality and 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 his the teachings and you know all of that like that's how you live forever man because those are things that i'm gonna pass on to my kids and so that's that's how so for me he's not you know while while he's not here anymore like he's just never gone no bro dude I, uh uh it's funny you said it man because like um Maya Angelou has this quote that said, I'm going to paraphrase, but it's something like, um, you'll never know what your legacy is because legacy is lives on in the people you touch. Right. And like, to your point there, dude, there's, I mean, I love that. dude, it, it's, there's shit that I've learned through your stories about him or, you know, on this show, we've quoted him and, and we've had some funny things and we've had some life experience things and we've had, you know, it all. And, and we, you know, we joke all the time, like, man, we got to put that saying on a shirt or we got to put like, like, uh, uh, and I just think about that stuff and I go, that stuff you're going to pass on to your kids. I'm probably going to tell that story to my kids or this. And you just go, he's going to, you're obviously impactful with you, but you're because you're passing those stories along. And I'm sure everybody else he's ever come in contact with in some little way, man, they're going to go like, oh, I used to know this guy who always said this or what, you know, and that. Like you said, man, that stuff just lives on forever. It never goes away. Because every time you say that, oh, for us, there's some quotes we're going to use forever. Forever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's some quotes that you and I use that we're going to use forever. And they're directly from him. Right? Yeah, so, and, and they said, I, I obviously, it's funny, man, when you told me, I'd never met him. Uh, I, I may have met him the one time I think quickly, I, I, right. but but obviously never spent time with him. But I felt like I knew him, right? Just based on the stories that, that you've told me and stuff over the years, man. And I remember being choked up like that, and I was like, man, like, uh, how can someone that I never met, right? I wasn't close. Like, why am I getting emotional about 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 someone like that? And obviously, part of it is like like our friendship, but then the other part was like, I felt like I knew him because of you. Because right. of how he lived on in you, man. And and yeah, yeah. I think if anything, to you, your family, if you can take solace and he definitely has this legacy, I think that you guys are carrying forward for yeah. sure, man. And um, 
my cousin came down um, to sort of just be with the family for uh, just directly after, or the right after it happened. And she said something, man, and I'm like, wow, man, it's so true. She goes, kind of to go along with, with what I said earlier about him only, I can only remember him being frustrated with me one time in my entire life. And even that he handled really well. Um, she was like, you have never seen a dude mad. <laughs> she goes, she was like, I, whenever I would see him, he was always like the even keel guy. He was always happy to see me. He always greeted me the same way. Like I never walked in and said, ooh, like let me stay away from him today because he's like in a bad mood. She's like, he's never that. He's never that, wow. He was never that. And, and I thought about it and I go, man, fuck, like that's so true. Like I've never, even in, so you could say like maybe he put on a show when I was a kid, but then once I'm an adult, right? No, dude. Even as an adult, like I've never walked into my parents' house and then go, and then and then he was like in a bad mood and I had to like talk to him. Never, 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 bro. Wow. Not friggin' one. Time, I can't even man. say that about myself. No, and I definitely no, can't say that man. about uh, my kids. Have definitely seen me too, oh, too high and yes, too low. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same here, bro. Uh, yeah. So one thing that I did want to bring up, man, and, and you know, you say this all the time. It's something that always sticks with me. I've heard it before, but you always drill this into my head, which is give people flowers while they're here. And so today, man, I want to give you your flowers, bro. Me. Because, yeah, because we started this podcast and we've always said from day one that we're not like we don't even know what it's going to be. And, and, and it doesn't really matter what it, what it is. But because of you, because of you buying these mics allowed me to find out three months before he passed that that was my real father. I never really thought of it that way. Bro, and it's so, you know, and I, and I went back, man, and I, and I, you know, and I started thinking about, and this is just me, I always want to go down the rabbit hole, and you think about stuff, man, and you go... Think about all the shit that had to happen in order to, for that to ha in order for for me to find out, right? It's like you and I had to work in the same place. Like I had to meet you, and I know the story of how you got to the place where I was working, and how unlikely it was for you to get that <laughs> job. Yeah, and it even goes to goes back to who you know your wife. People I knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? My wife knew. Yeah. It's who your wife knew, yeah. right? So you get with that person, and then you end up at this getting this job that you probably shouldn't have had based on your qualifications. <laughs> Definitely not. And then 14 years later, bro, is when, because of our friendship and because of what we started, these stories come up and then lead to me finding out something three months before his death, bro. It's it's mind blowing, and, and, it, and we've had that conversation off air, sort of like you know, obviously the the stories and stuff that led to it. But I never really thought about it that, that layered, deep. yeah, that deep, man. That's wow. Yeah, it's 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 nuts, man. So so today, bro, I'm giving you your flowers, bro, and I know it was not intentional. I know that I know that Absolutely this is not, not intentional. I know, crap, right? But I, yeah. <laughs> not intentional. But I also want the listeners to know, man. That's like sometimes when shit happens. We'll look at it and we'll go, oh, that's a bad situation or this is, you know, or it doesn't mean anything. And I just want to say, man, just always trust where you are in life. 
and 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 trust that something's good is going to come out of even bad situations. It's like you just never know. And sometimes it's going to be even after we pass. There may be something that comes out good out of, out of a bad situation, out of a good situation, out of things that maybe shouldn't have fell into place or maybe things that society don't think that, that, that should have taken place. It's just like, I believe, man, like we, we all are where we are supposed to be at the moment. That's so true, man. I, yeah, I, 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 um, you said none of us are are religious per se, right? But I do have this belief that like we are where we're supposed to be, and a series of choices, right, that we make, whether intentional or unintentional. And then like, I don't know, man. E- even talking about this, like, I always felt like this push there, and I just wouldn't let it go. I mean, we would talk about it all the time. Dude, I just and I couldn't years, let it go, dude. man. Yeah, and I and it just and it was something that I always kind of circled back to. It, it certainly wasn't. Obviously, we didn't think like, oh, this was gonna come out of it. We just thought. I just thought. Man, it's my buddy. We have a good time. I learned a lot from you. And when we talk, shit's hilarious and insightful and emotional and whatever. Like, it was like, that's got to be good for something. Like, try it out. And uh, yeah, you said, man, sometimes, dude, if you guys get guts, just go with it. Because obviously this shit was not intentional. And we've had a lot of stuff come. I mean, nothing as big as that. I don't think anything nowhere near as big as that will ever come. But um yeah, I mean, but like I said, who knows, right? Who, yeah, who knows? who knows, bro? Who knows? So, shout out to 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 my father, Herbert Shepherd. May you rest in peace and in paradise, um, if there's such a thing. And um, you will be missed, but definitely not forgotten. And, and and your your legacy and your teachings and 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 all of that live through me, live through your grandchildren. Um, and, and really everybody's lives that you touched, um, live through, live through your son's random friend, bro, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> toast, toast to, to, to Shep, man. That, that. Hey, man. Good thing he didn't die from COVID. Yo. <laughs> I want to say it like that. Dude, and you know what's funny is I thought about that when you, when you at first told me he was sick. I, 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 like, I, I that kind of crossed my he mind. Got the Delta yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, not the vid, Sean, the vid. <laughs> he got that one nine. He got the one nine. <laughs> I never thought that. <laughs> no, so just for everybody's the clarity, the, you know, the, the guy lived uh, a month short of 92 years. Um, and it was not from COVID. So Dude, let's you, just put that out there. He so long, and, and not to go back on it, but you you said he lived two lives. I, I just on the stories you told me, and even earlier, we, we look at some photos and stuff, and I'm going, this dude lived. Like my first thought was like, man, this guy lived so many lives, right? Because I was thinking of like what you were saying, like uh, you know, first marriage, second marriage, uh, obviously the the different uh, dynamics that come with that. But then I'm looking at like the military service, and I'm looking at you know, you think about the careers and all this stuff, and I and. It, it made me think of like there's so many times in life where I think we're all guilty of of feeling like I don't want to say running out of time, but maybe like oh, I wasted this time or like it's too late for me to do X or Y or Z. And then you show me that and I'm like, fuck, this dude lives so many lives. Right. Like so many different layers of stuff where you go. The guy in that in those photos in the military didn't think he was going to be the guy he was probably a decade later. That guy didn't think he was going to be who he was and where he was 20 years later. And, right. and completely different scenarios, man. It's uh yeah, man, uh, 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 it just reminds you, man, that uh, 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 life is short, but also long in the sense that um, 
so our opportunity a lot of different phases that you go through and you get a chance to do stuff man and yeah man i really thought about that too man the fact that like you said like life is long yeah, I know you said it's short, but I could go like like ninety two years is long, but, oh, it, yeah. but it goes by fast. Mm-hmm. So don't waste that time. No man, like do it. Go do your shit. Go do it. But yeah, yeah, dude, you say he lived a lived a long life. It wasn't uh, an unexpected, I guess, so to speak, death. Uh, uh, I guess that's why we're we're kind of allowed to be a little more humorous about it at times. But um, yeah, at least what man, COVID because that, that it's getting wild, man, out there. Yeah, but did you see uh, Joe Rogan? Yeah, so Joe man. Rogan goes on Instagram, right? And and what does he say? He's like, "Oh, I got I got COVID, and I'm throwing the kitchen sink at it, some shit like that, right?" What do you say? That's what he said. Yeah, I'm throwing the kitchen sink at it, and then he names off and he names off the stuff. So he's like, he's doing the uh, monoclonal antibodies, which actually has been shown to to be very successful in yeah. in people. Um, he mentions the ivermectin, which is like super controversial. Yes, it's a anti or a dewormer for horses in extreme dosage right yes is that what it is it's like a dewormer for horses but it's a human it's a human drug but they said it's 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 good for like topical uses it's not for ingestion for humans no it that's that's what i read its original use wasn't but and actually, go, finish. I, I'll, I'll get into it because okay, okay. I get because uh, yeah, that's gonna take me down a different rabbit hole. <laughs> right, that's cool. That's cool. So he did. Um, so he did. Uh, prednisone, which is a, is a is a steroid. Steroid. Yeah. Um, actually, funny story on that one, man. My father told me that he had surgery one time many years ago, and they gave him prednisone. And and when he took that, he was like, "Yo, I was getting up every morning. I'm doing push-ups." <laughs> right. Out of the blue. Just- so at this rate, he's probably like in his in his like mid 50s and he was never really like a big workout guy right but he was like oh my god get up in the morning like i'm just doing push-ups and like, i feel great <laughs> so once the whole shit was over the doctor was like okay so like they weaned them off they had him on like five milligrams then they put him down to like two and a half milligrams and then when the doctor wanted to take him off he was like doc no man <laughs> not for nothing man like 20 years later he showed me he still had a couple of pills of the prednisone that he saved <laughs> for a rainy day. <laughs> He's like, that shit probably doesn't work anymore, but I just saved it. He said, that was so damn good. I've taken that shit before, man. Yeah? I had a... Uh, <laughs> you feel like a new man? Um, dude, it made, me, it made me feel alive. I fucking... When I was in middle school, dude, I had a random asthma attack. I never had asthma in my life. And I had a like a like a full blown I can't breathe, can't ask my breath, like fucking this <laughs> and uh you know, go to school nurse, whatever. They end up taking me to the doctor. I, I I'm catching breaths just enough in these short dosages that like obviously not passing out, right? Um, but I get to the doctor, bro, they give me that. And then whatever else in like inhaler. But when they gave me that shit, bro, I was like <gasps> Do <laughs> like, I remember that feeling vividly, bro? And I might have been twelve years old, eleven years old, something like that. And it was like this shot of just. It felt like someone pumped oxygen into my lungs. Really? Was it like a shot? I can't I'm remember. It, it hit you that quickly, right? I, I think it was, man, because I think because I was struggling so much to catch my breath. All I, I just remember that name, and then I remember going home, and they gave me like uh, an inhaler. I can't remember what the inhaler shit was called, but it was like a rescue inhaler, essentially, as a side. And then it was another steroid that was like, take this for the next few days to open up your passageways, and you might have asthma. I've never had an episode since, bro, but I, I had those, and I do remember taking that. And every time I would take the little pump thing, it was like, and then your fucking your heart rate levels would just shoot yeah, up, but, and you were but, but your lungs open up. Yeah, do you? Yeah, hype, dude. <laughs> so I believe him. 
So he took that, and then he said he also uh, polished it off with a Z pack. <laughs> <laughs> Joe took everything, bro. So yeah, he took everything, and so you know he 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 does his Instagram post, and then, bro, the media immediately jumps all over him, man, and it's like, oh, you have a responsibility because you have so many followers, and and I'm like, man, can you not be a a sort of successful? Um, media person and then like does does that carry responsibility man like i say no i don't think so but i don't like why does society think that because you're a media person that you need to sort of like be righteous and you need to kind of go and then which side do you go on right because you have who's right right who's right the the, listen is it the masses are you supposed to just go where the masses go yeah that's that's the thing I, i mean i say no but it's like the ivermectin thing, I, I did some research on that, and, and you know, like, in the medical field, it's not proven to fight anything COVID-related. No, it's used for something else in, in the medical right. field. Yeah, yeah. So, so the doctors are like, yeah, like, it's not, it's not for that. But I was like, and, I, and my, my cousin and I had this discussion. If you, if I saw you and you were feeling like shit, and then you go, oh, my neighbor gave me some ivermectin, I took it. And to this, like this morning, I feel amazing. Or I feel, you know, 10 times better. Whatever. Like, I know you and I believe you. So who's to say that that's, that that's wrong? Yeah. I, I don't know if you... So I listened to snippets of Joe Rogan. I haven't heard him since he's been back on air. I did end up... I, I went to his show that Saturday. I think he got sick that Sunday on his way back. And selfish me was like, oh, thank God I got to see him Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> But so that was a live show. That was a live show. Yep, yeah, yeah. So he did his tour of Florida. So he definitely got that shit in Florida. (laughs) And they were making fun of it the whole time. Him and and the guys who opened for him and stuff were making fun of uh, Florida doesn't give a fuck about COVID and yada yada. So I thought it was kind of fitting that he got it here and survived. But um, uh, yeah, dude, he talked on his show with Tom Segura. So so he came on. I heard the clip, and the clip was like, Joe goes, "Yo, do I have to sue CNN now?" And then Tom's like, "Why?" He goes, "Like because the headline is like." Joe Rogan takes horse dewormer for COVID or some shit like that. And he goes, while that's like true, it's also not. He goes like ivermectin is a a horse dewormer in dosages like far greater than what he took. It's also prescribed to humans for maybe it wasn't COVID, but it is a drug that he got from a doctor that prescribed it to him for human use. Dude, ivermectin has actually won a Nobel Peace Prize five years ago, six years ago for its use in humans. Really? So it's it, it it was one of those things but where see, he that, goes. It doesn't come out. It doesn't that, come that, out. That's not at least in mainstream. At least media. in mainstream media. And that was his point. Was he goes like, yo, the headline is Joe Rogan takes horse dewormer. It's like, yeah, but but it's a human drug too. Like it it is a, a horse dewormer in like a, a, an obscene amount of dosage, or whatever. Obviously, there would be that. And he goes, but I got this from my doctor. Like he wrote it for me. And he goes like, and so it's misleading. And then they don't That's bother to correct it. They tell the story. And, and I'm like, man, you know, going back to what you were saying before, like, what's the responsibility? You know, to me, I look at a Joe Rogan, I look at these guys, and I think we go, well, they have a massive following, so they have a responsibility to, to, to spread the, you know, what's right, right? right. Which, who, who's the, the, I guess, who dictates what's right? I think absolutely, like a CNN or a Fox or whoever, it is their responsibility to absolutely give us the news in a non-slanted format. And which that doesn't shit, happen. which doesn't happen. And you go, and I know we're in this clickbait society and no one would click that article. If it said Joe Rogan takes ivermectin, you has to say Joe Rogan took, you know, horse, yeah, horse dewormer. dewormer. 
but it, it also makes you think like this is why dude i avoid for sure fox or cnn or any of these mass news outlets now I almost just completely avoid them because I go, I, I, wa- I just want to know facts. I just want to know what's going on. I just want to think, I don't want your slant. I don't want the clickbait. I don't want, and, and, and it's shitty because on the same breath, I'm guilty of clicking shit. That's clickbait, right? Like, and want to see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I want to see what's going on. You know, like you say some juicy shit. I'm about, what's up <laughs> with that? So it's like on the same breath, I'm also like, fuck, I'm also guilty of feeding into that machine. But you know what? Now, one of the things that he has said on, on multiple occasions is, and I quote, I'm a moron. Yep. Don't listen to me. Like, right? He'll go like, He'll go, yep. and, and and even with that, in respect to, to what, you know, I've taken, you know, he took this, like where he uh, he said he threw the kitchen sink at it. I've taken, you know, A, B, C, and D. But, like, I'm a moron, right? So, like, I'm just, I'm just trying shit. I'm trying. Dude, he he had a great, and I'm not going to give away the bit. I had too much respect for the craft and, and like kind of like he's working on the special or whatever, but. Uh, so until it gets released, I won't actually say it, but he does have a bit to that point of the I'm a moron that's based around the whole COVID thing and, and, and the attention I guess he's gotten around it. And it's so good because it's so bent in truth and also just shows where he's just like, bro, this is how stupid I am kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and it's true. Dude. It's like you, yes, you have this platform. What you do with that platform, I guess does influence a lot of people, right? Joe Rogan is the largest podcast on the planet um has guests from all walks of life which is why it's popular and from all sides of the aisle and and all that which is what i love about it you know like we talk about all the time there's guests on there i've never heard of and end up being some of the best podcasts i've ever heard um but is do does he have like this responsibility to 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 i guess stick with a certain side right yeah because because like to your point who's right does he have to spill the fox narrative does he have to spill the cnn narrative does he have to spill the msnbc narrative like who's who gets addicted is it the masses is it like i just don't know i think unfortunately there's too many people that are swayed by someone who's in that position of influence but it's like we're all responsible for ourselves and doing our own research and doing our own so i don't put that on him yeah no absolutely not bro so i I, like i was just like Man, lead, first of all, leave this guy alone. Just the fact that he has a... If he had 10 followers, then no one would be talking about him. No, no one would but the fact, Dude, the fact you that and had, I can say crazy shit on here right now about COVID. Yep. I'm about whatever. It'll, no one only, care. it'll only pop up if we ever get big. Yep, five years from now, yep. it'll pop up. You know what they said? Like, yep. It'll back be like, in 2021? <laughs> I'd be like, listen, don't, don't quote the shit that I said last week. I got new information. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I did. So, it, but dude, he was getting just ripped, man. Yo, you know what's hilarious though? He moved to Texas. <laughs> you know what's not allowed to reproduce in Texas? <laughs> Viruses can. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many. Or at least you have the right to reproduce or not reproduce. Oh Dude, yeah, God, did you see man. this abortion shit in it Texas, sucked. man? It's crazy, man. Okay, so the new shit is you can get fined. Isn't that you can get fined like ten grand? Dude, you can get arrested right for carrying it out, or is it the fine? Oh, I don't. And this thing is the fine. I think it's like ten thousand dollars. So basically, they've banned abortions um, after the heartbeat is detected, which is approximately six weeks. Um, but it also allows anyone to file a $10,000 lawsuit against those who help to violate that law, which could include a doctor, 
Um, it could include family members. It could include Uber and Lyft drivers. For taking you to uh For taking you to, yeah. How the fuck do you even Dude, I don't know. And it's 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 freaking nuts. So like that that uh that that Texas is Texas uh right for life group that they put up this website that allowed people to post tips about folks who are possibly um violating the law. And I saw someone's already suing a clinic for carrying one out. Oh, I bet. So GoDaddy, who was <laughs> sponsoring the site, they pulled the site. They pulled the site. Oh. They pulled it and they pulled it because they said um, they said they were collecting information about individuals without their consent. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I don't understand how guys get to make decisions for women. Old, old white, white guys. guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I mean, let's, let's, let's just let's call it what clear. it is. Yep. Yeah, let's be clear. I also, this goes back to what we were talking about before. It also just shows the ignorance of politics and where people lean because the same group that's going, government can't tell me what to do by telling me to wear a mask. Is also going, nah, but you got to carry that baby. And I understand that the argument would be like, well, it's a life. And however they choose to justify it, whether they're hiding behind religion or life factors, all that stuff. But then I go, let's take it years later. That kid turns out to be gay. What if that kid turns out to be trans? What if that kid turns out to be black or brown or whatever? Like, keep that same energy. Is he pro-life then? Because y'all don't do shit to help him then. Like, it's just, again, the the ignorance of that rule, I just don't, I, I feel like, Again, as a a guy, any guy shouldn't be making that. And it's always an old white guy that gets to make that decision for a woman. I just don't understand how that's even. Dude, the a woman would never make that, would ever be allowed to make that decision for a guy in this country. If it was a rule about a guy, oh, you got to get uh, uh, a vasectomy. A vasectomy. It would never pass in this country. No, ever. 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 And the other thing is, is like, it's not that women are going like, woohoo. I want to go get an abortion. Like, it's not a fucking nice no, thing. No, that's an emotional, horrible yeah. thing to go through. Right. And so so you have to look at that and go, there's, there's got to be a reason, you know, whether it was because of irresponsible sexual activity or not, or, or it could be rape, right? Whatever it is, yo, they're, they're making the choice to get an abortion for a reason. And I would venture to say that there's probably most women don't want you know like that that is like a last resort absolutely and i would uh yeah, and then i would even take it as far as to say is like it's none of our business now my dog's going off with the what bone. Is it? it's the bone he's throwing it a guy up sorry if y'all can hear that <laughs> uh it's also none of our business like uh, to each their own like if you have information at that time that makes you feel good about that decision though because you get so many man you think about we were talking a little bit about this before the areas that are in poverty Right. It's usually, you know, like whatever socioeconomic situation minorities are in or like this is a, another another factor or component to why you end up having people born into poverty or right. born into situations where maybe they're in a system as foster kids because they're born to a drug addict mother or a mother who couldn't care for a mother who doesn't want to care for a mother. Like there's so many layers to this. And I feel like they're so stuck behind this. Like, I hate this whole, like, Hey, separation of church kind of thing too. And then it's like, well, you, you know, there's like the religious component to this where, where they don't want to do it. And then there's the, Oh, this is a life, you know, like, all right, why don't we call a sperm a life? Why don't we, you know, for that fucking, Hey, if you give a facial, that's fucking, you're killing babies. You're killing, like, yeah, yeah right. where do you draw the line? You're killing cells. Was it, was it the heartbeat? Right. It's the heartbeat. Yeah. So, so I, I so approximately six weeks. And who made that call? Yeah. Like, because where do you, I, I, I just, 
I just, I just always go back to it's none of my business, man. Like, I feel like if you're a man and a woman and you're in that scenario, you should have to work that out on your own. And even at the end of the day, bro, the woman has to carry it, bro. Like, yep. I, it's her health that's on the line. And like you said, as far as like keeping that same energy, it's, it's going, if you're going to force this person to, to, to have the baby and then that person can't support it. And then now, like you said, now it's in the system. And, and 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 it grows up in in poverty and let's just say it's into you know it, it gets into drugs or drug selling or anything that's that that's sort of not accepted by society then what then you incarcerate that yeah. person yeah that, you know that, you, that, that 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 you made be born you yeah, know what that, i mean that, like that, that, that you're not pro life and go like oh let's get this guy help not right. pro life and go hey let's pay yeah, for when his he kids college right. because he's when poor. he robs your house yeah. Or, or you know, like like I said, when he when he does anything sort of illegal, you look at that person, you go, oh, that that that's a low life. Yeah, and you're not pro life if that kid turns out to be gay and he wants to marry, uh, it wants to marry a girl or a guy or whatever, same sex, and then you go, no, I can't do that. You're not pro life then. Like what's like? I, it's just, it's so like again, in politics, it's like this in general, which is why it infuriates me. It talks out of both ends of its mouth all the time. And it's infuriating to me to see the people that buy into that and don't see past the facade of like, can you just make a decision based on the facts you have, like, and not put party affiliation and and just like call the bullshit for what it is? It's bullshit. Because again, these are the same people who are going to go. The government can't force me to take a vaccine. Oh, but but it can force you to 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 have a baby, right? Like it's it, and they're pro that. Like it just doesn't it yeah, doesn't it's, compute. It's, man. it's really strange. And like and like you said, keep the same energy. If you're gonna if you're gonna force um, someone to have the baby, then have programs in place yep. to help. I would almost respect it more person. if they went, hey, you know what? And if you wanted to have an abortion, you go through this and we force you because you go through this program and we'll, we'll, we'll you know, whether it's Medicare or, or, or food stamps or you know, we'll, we'll set up this kid's college tuition. We'll do this, this and that. Since we're going to force you to have it, we're going to take care of it for you too. Like, because... Uh, where do you draw this line? And I know people are going to make these arguments about like uh, 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 whether it's 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 uh, contraception or yada yada yada. That's irrelevant. Like it has nothing to do with the story. Like there are guys out there who have twenty kids. <laughs> we don't go, bro. Get a vasectomy and force them to do it, right? I, I get you should <laughs> probably. I guess if you're going to make this argument, like, bro, you should probably tuck that shit away or at least be shooting blanks. So, like, I just I hate. Usually with with political shit, I can be like, man, whatever, teach their own or or anything else. This is one of those where I go, I don't feel like there's a there's a I feel like there's only one side and it's the side of the woman who gets to decide what to do with her body, man. That I just I just don't see why I, I it just it's shocking to me that's even a thing. Like it's crazy, man. It's so weird. I just don't understand who like who does it affect? Like why does it like the I I I feel like the folks that that are making that decision are not affected by the abortions, and and it's 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 strictly a a moral compass that they're trying to follow and and impose on others. Yeah, if anything, it does affect them in the sense that how many pods, bro? I, I promise you, most of those politicians have paid for an abortion or two. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guarantee. I never thought about that. <laughs> You don't think, as much That's shit true, as we bro. talk here about yep. these politicians touching women and all that stuff, you don't think <laughs> God on limb here and say thirty or forty percent of these guys is paid for an abortion? <laughs> like here's six hundred bucks. <laughs> Take care of that problem. <laughs> Make it go away. Yeah, I see you at the Ritz next Tuesday. <laughs> like, 
it's just I'm like, yo, this group is so oh, asinine God, so because you know they're gonna you yeah, bro. And you think the dudes from Texas who end up needing this aren't gonna yo, yo head on over to Oklahoma real quick. <laughs> 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 It's just, yeah, I go, is this that much of an issue that you have to roll up a base around it? I did see, man, I saw companies that are actually willing to pay for their employees to relocate out of Texas. Oh, so I, I'm glad you actually it's, brought it's that so up. It's so weird. I've never seen so many people like kind of like on the same side of this, yep. which is shocking to me that it passed. It's weird because I, I you know, without a doubt, maybe it's people in Texas were pro it, but I haven't, I've yet to come across someone who's like, yeah, that shit's a good idea. <laughs> like, So they had... Um, I mentioned the Uber and Lyft drivers, right? Could be uh, could be brought up on those ten thousand dollar charges. Uber and Lyft said they'll pay for the legal fees. Yeah, bro. Um, what is this? Uh, the dating sites uh, Bumble and Match said they would create a relief fund for those affected. And then even, which I was like, man, you guys should probably stay out of it. Even the Satanic Temple. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm like, no man, you guys should probably stay out of this. Yeah, one. yeah, y'all not helping. Y'all not helping. You know, <laughs> sit this one out, bro. <laughs> sit this one out. <laughs> I think the Ivermec, the people need help. <laughs> go, <laughs> go take care. <laughs> so they, these dudes, what they did? So they're based um, in Salem, Massachusetts, of, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs> so they. Um, they lobbied the FDA to provide uh, abortion pills to its Texas members. Get this shit. Citing abortion as one of its religious rituals. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yo, but who are we to argue that it's not? Right? No, no. True. Oh, my but God. But you just go like, man, okay, we fighting for like a real one here. Y'all go ahead and sit this one out, man. We don't we don't need no help we on this one. We got it covered, bro. You good. Which I ain't mad at you, man. You want to fucking worship whoever the hell you want, the fucking goat down the street, I don't care. I'm just going, this is a real issue for a lot of people. We should probably not, like, you guys, we holla at y'all later. <laughs> bro, this, this shit too, man, like... Of all people, the governor of Texas, bro. This 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 homie in the wheelchair, right? This is a uh, uh, Formula Two over there with some fucking. <laughs> he got the. He probably salty because he's like getting meals on I'm, wheels. He's like, I'm never gonna be able to pay for one of those. Somebody get one. Don't nobody want to sit on my lap. He's <laughs> like, you know how hard it is to sexually harass somebody when you got a wheel after them. <laughs> Was it him? I don't even. It's him, right? He, he's got to be the one who puts. Is he the governor? Him. He's the governor. He's the dude in the wheelchair, right? I got. Maybe I'm wrong, bro. I don't know. It's Abbott. Bro. I got. I probably. I, should that, I think that, that is the guy's name, actually. Before man. I keep fucking with him, calling him Formula Two. Yeah, look. look <laughs> but again, why you look that up, bro? It's like abortions, just like illegal drugs. If there's a market for it, people are gonna do it. So if you make it illegal, then they'll just do it illegally. You know they'll they'll find illegal clinics. They'll 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 do shit that'll harm themselves, like shove freaking hangers up there. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways to uh, and, and and I'm sure I will, I would hope people are not doing that anymore. Um, 
but there's ways that you can make a woman's body like um, sort of a hostile environment for a child to survive, which essentially will abort the child. So there's ways around that shit, man. It's just like, dude, you're not, you're never going to stop it. You're never going to stop people from using cocaine. You're never going to stop people from smoking weed. You're never going to stop people from taking heroin. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So no. the, the war on drugs is pointless and the war on abortion is freaking pointless. It's, it's not like, just stop. It. It's not the hill you want to die on, bro. There's so much more shit that we need to tackle than taking rights away from women or abortion. Or like, I'm like, bro, there's, there's so much more shit. There's so many socioeconomic situations that you can go get ahead of and you're making them worse by forcing something like this. But you're also that aside again, man, you're also forcing women and couples and whoever to do stuff. They're you don't want to do like a dude by the way and i feel like an asshole <laughs> although the <laughs> way not him the way no no he's paralyzed for sure he's been paralyzed since 1984 and then i just started laughing in my head when it showed how he got paralyzed so i feel like a bigger dick he was he was jogging and a tree fell on him you know what the <laughs> <laughs> if that ain't a sign i don't know what is bro that's god telling you stop fucking with a bullshit <laughs> <laughs> He tried to knock some sense into you. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Dude, you said something a second ago about, um, uh, what was it? You just said something, man, that sparked something. That oh, that, 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 that people are going to do it anyway? Yo, yes, 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 yes. So so people going to do it anyway. You were talking about the war on drugs. The, um, I don't know if you saw a couple weeks ago, and we're a little behind on this, but like uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a group of um, like uh, celebs, comedians, whatever you want to call them, like in, in L.A., that, that were together at a party and they decided to do cocaine and the, the cocaine was laced with fentanyl um which they didn't know so they they took the cocaine whatever uh three of people passed and like a few others were od'd in the hospital um one of them was kate quigley who she wound up surviving kate quigley is one of those if you see her face you'll recognize her type thing um but it, it had me thinking like do does stuff like this make the case for legalizing drugs like cocaine because when you take Fent, you, so obviously, what does fentanyl do? So fentanyl, and it's I guess it's lethal in very small dosages is the problem. Is fentanyl you can prescribe it? And I don't know if it's like a painkiller. It's a, but okay. but it's very small dosage and the pills. We've probably looked that up. Um, when you take fentanyl and cocaine and you ingest it and in certain amount, like the the amount for it to be lethal is not very much. Okay. And so these guys are doing so if you cocaine, lace cocaine. So you lace cocaine. But the problem is, is that they're saying that even, man, because honestly, if you think about it, a drug dealer doesn't want to lace your cocaine with fentanyl because he needs you to come back, right? Like, yep. um, you know, unless you're fucking traveling drug dealer, right? But you know, because there's arguments like, oh, they're doing that to kind of cut corners, to make it cheaper, to do whatever. I go, maybe the supplier is. I don't know that a dealer would knowingly. I'm sure there's some, right? We're not talking about the the, the moral compass of the world here, but right. Uh, uh, you know, there's obviously some of these guys who don't know, right? Because again, if if you know, if you have a drug dealer, I need to go back to the same drug dealer. And if you give me some bad shit, guess what? I'm not doing right. This is going back to you. It's not like you can put up a an ad and increase business. You know what I'm saying? So, no, it's true. Like it, it got me thinking. Like, so these guys are knowingly, dude. This is such a problem that there are actually groups of people, obviously, uh, uh, and and amongst powerful groups or people with access or just general people who who actually have their own tests at home where they test their cocaine to make sure it doesn't have fentanyl in it, right? And so oh, maybe wow. maybe the argument is if you're going to party, party so responsibly and test your cocaine, the other part of me goes, fuck it, legalize it. 
legalize it, you, 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 like, there's something to be said for a, 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 uh, an establishment that has to sell me something that's going to be there tomorrow that I can go, bro, the shit you gave me yesterday kind of messed me up, right? Like we have a bad burrito somewhere and we get food poisoning. Right. We um, can go back. We can go back. Um, and I, and, and I, and you know, like, of course the headlines are like all about how bad drugs are and da 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 da. And I was like, no, nah, like use this as the argument for legalizing drugs, like, and, and, and adding some parameters and some safety measures behind it. And then you go, we know where to go. And you set the rules behind dosages and what right. it must contain, and and then and in places that do shit like lacing for or, or or cutting any kind of corners, you're done. Eventually, that's done, right? They're they're done. They're, they're done. Not, they're not going to stay in business. So fentanyl is a uh, it's it's used to treat patients with severe pain, okay, or pain. or to manage pain. But it says that it's it's a really powerful opioid. It's a, a, a synthetic opioid um, that's similar to morphine, but has but is 50 to 100 times more potent. That's crazy, bro. Mor- morphine, like two shots of morphine will kill you. It'll kill you. Yeah. So, so fentanyl is like, dude, to the point where I think it was fentanyl. There was a cop that was handling it and inhaled some like almost like in powder right. form. It fucked him up. And luckily, I think the guy had Narcan. I want to say it was fentanyl. Uh, a, a cop who's on the scene pulled up, had Narcan injected, but he would have been dead. Wow. And he was able to inject them. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was fentanyl, man. But but it was like, it's that potent. And so, you know, there's some people who do it and they do a small amount in it because it enhances whatever the hit. But if you overdo that shit, you're, you're toast. Yeah, and, good luck. And so I imagine, do people do cocaine? Aren't trying to die. They're trying to have a good time that night. People do heroin and crack. You might want to argue that. <laughs> they're <laughs> trying to, uh, they're a 50-50. you a good they're time like, for about five minutes. Yeah. But people do cocaine. They're just trying to party, get hype, and yeah, keep right. it moving, right? Like, you go, people do cocaine aren't sitting there trying to be fucking laid out for three hours. You're trying to do the total opposite. You're trying to be hyped as shit. And then, you know. So I, I just, I, I saw that, man. And, and think about your, your the comment. It's just like, why not? This stuff, to me, just proves why you should just legalize shit like this. And it solves so many problems. Like, you know, and I think we're so worried about the downsides that nobody ever bothers to look at. What's the upside of doing something like this? And I think the downside is, is, you know, I think pe- people think that it's going to uh, sort of, if you, if you, if you legalize say cocaine in this case, that everybody's going to do it. We're going to have a society full of cocaine addicts. And it's just not true. It's not. Yeah. There's a lot of people that, you know, look, listen, there's, 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 there's alcohol for sale, you know, anywhere, Everywhere, right? Throughout, yeah. throughout the country. We don't have a country of alcoholics. No, and we can't even agree on that. Because if you go to a different state, you can't even get alcohol past seven o'clock or whatever at night. Right. You know, it's just funny. Like we can't even agree those on dry, that. Those rule. dry counties. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the county that makes Jack Daniels is dry. Is it dry not county? To sell alcohol. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. But you can make it there because it makes the town money. You right, but you can't consume it. Yeah. So you if you go on a um how does that even you go on a tour of it yo, you can't even have tastings or something. It's yeah, like really how weird. That, bro, like how do they even the town makes a a decision to allow a company that sells something that they don't allow but because the company's going to bring jobs, yep, and bring money to the town and tax locally. That's and, okay. That's okay. That's so fucked up. Say, we, we can't even agree on alcohol, which alcohol kills how many people annually? Yeah. Right? And, and you go, how, how much does cocaine kill annually? I guarantee it's far less than alcohol. Uh, and maybe it's because it's not legal, but 
I think in if you had dosages of cocaine, like here's a recommended dose for a good time, you know, and I think we would all go, yeah, or, or all right, you, cool. Or, or you go, consume this amount by weight. Yep. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. You just go, for every 100 pounds, here's what you do, right. whatever. And, and and I think you can eliminate some of this. Um, and it makes it easier to track. Like, bro, if I go in and I'm buying cocaine daily, and as the government, if you really care about me, maybe you drop an email to go, hey, man, here's a rehab facility and whatever. We, know, <laughs> no, we no. notice you Amazon stopped. will do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, like, Amazon, like we, we, done heard, we done heard a lot of sniffs yeah. in your house. Like, based on your purchase history, okay, <laughs> we recommend, and it'll be like, you know, you know virtual therapy or, or virtual fucking, uh, what is narcotics anonymous i don't know what the cocaine one is but uh uh yeah it's just i'm like but you know what's funny man like i've through throughout my life um i won't say that i've never been curious about cocaine but i've never taken it and it's never been something that i go like oh my god i gotta try that right like so like for me even if it was legal i don't see myself going to the store to buy it being like i have to have it right yeah because if i wanted it you there, get there's it. ways to get yeah. it. Yeah. Like we all know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Right? Like, yeah. We're like, yeah. I just, yeah. I, I, I'm, every time you see one of these, I'm like, yeah, man, it's tragic. And it's fucked up. And then I saw like some people like obviously kind of like the whole victim blaming thing that we get into or like, and you know, there's some personal responsibility stuff there, but I also go, yeah, man, these are a group of people, adults partying, uh, drinking and having a good time. And they go like, oh man, let's, let's get an eight ball. And, you know, in their mind, they're not thinking they're getting some shit that's laced bad. They're right. thinking they're group of friends trying to have some fun. You want to argue the ethics behind that or the legalities or whatever? Fine, but uh, you go. You could have stepped in and solved that potentially by just making it legal and you know setting an infrastructure around that that would prevent those types of things from happening. Because you're never getting rid of drugs. I'm not really convinced that we want to get rid of drugs. There's too much money to be made from the war on drugs. Never. There's too much money to be made. There's too many jobs. There's too many like everything. I go. It's embedded in our system. I go and it's like. Man, somebody had this great thing once. It's like, uh, it might even be a Chris Rock thing where he's like, what's the difference between a fentanyl? Let's use that as an example. And cocaine. Like, the fentanyl sold by a white guy in a suit. And the cocaine is sold by the brown dude in the corner. Like, it, and, and it's just like, there's, a, there's an element to that in this as well that we don't have time to get into today. But it's like, yeah, I, I the, the, the shit on the drugs, when I see that, I'm just like, oh, guys, like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? Like, yeah. yeah, let's fuck abortion. Let's work on this, bro. But, dude, you mentioned Amazon. You seen Amazon trying to legalize pot? No. Yeah, dude. Wait, 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 like, 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 like all nationwide. over? Nationwide. Yeah. Amazon is making a big push. They are a big advocate now for legalizing marijuana nationally. But, of course, but it of has course a purpose. Uh, yeah. for I mean, I'm sure they want to deliver it. make the money, right? Yeah, but they also are saying that... um it'd make it easier for them to hire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So, you know, there's companies out that are having a tough time hiring people. They're even uh, pulling uh, drug testing. They're like, nah, fuck it. We're not even drug testing right now because... Because you shouldn't. Because they just want to get people. If it's legal in your in your state, even if it's legal uh, medically, you should, not, you should not drug test. And that's the issue I think Amazon's having right now. And they're going, we're never going to be able to fill our warehouse with employees if we're going to test for marijuana. Right. Dude. Disney, big company here in in Florida, does not drug test, or at least didn't back in the day. In the day, I can't trying to remember if I did when I was there. No, you did not. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. And and good good thing. 
Because think about it, like they're they're hiring. Disney is a is is a really good play, a really good example of a place that hires from all walks of life. Yeah, there's oh, so many different types of jobs there. Anything from from you know blue collar to white collar, right? So um, it's a scientist, everything in between. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, bro, yeah. everything. I mean, there's everything. there's you know like what the hell they they, they hire them botanists and yep. You know what they I mean? Do. Like yeah, literally. horticulture, right? Like okay, mosquito experts. Yeah, right. And, uh, yep. Everything, bro. Everything. So th- th- there's it's a it's a really when they say Disney World, um, it it is really uh, uh so almost like a self-contained world. And so in a world, right, you got a, a a plethora of of different jobs that that those guys hire, and they don't drug test. And good thing for them, yep. because you would you, you would be alienating a lot of twenty uh, percent, twenty five to maybe maybe probably twenty to thirty percent of your employees would be gone. <laughs> and that's across the spectrum. And I'm I, talking about white collar, blue collar, whatever. Yep. Listen, blue collar folks can't afford cocaine. <laughs> they stick to weed. Yeah, but back in the day, weed back, was illegal, yeah, right? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Now it is legal here now, medically. Medically, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll it'll eventually it'll make eventually its way be here. Yeah. Uh, I think, and nationwide, I think it should. I actually think it will. I think someone like Amazon back in this just makes it inevitable. <laughs> like they have so much pull and so much. Uh, uh, yeah, this bro, I'm gonna be able to Amazon Prime order some blunts. That's gonna be fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, let me get no, a little man. sativa strain. That's, that's too. That's too ghetto, bro. You're gonna, they're gonna. They're gonna give it. They're gonna give it to you in like a nice container and shit. They are, yeah, you probably right now, but there's gonna be like pre-rolled joints. You just know it. They're gonna have like Amazon pre-rolled joints, but Amazon Basics, and it's gonna be all the pre-rolled joints. Dude, they got vitamins and everything, fucking bro. pills and everything, right? We were just having a conversation, bro. I bought there's a there's an allergy pill that I normally take. It's like I did Zyrtec, and I buy like thirty of these joints for like twenty two bucks. I just bought Amazon's version of allergy pills. It literally says like Amazon allergy or some shit. Bro, I got 300 pills for $11. <laughs> that shit could be laced with fentanyl. I don't know. Well, damn it. If they can do that for weed, then let me vote for that. Bro, you about to get 700 joints for $6.99. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro. You know what's gonna happen, bro. Oh my god, yo, I'm I was just gonna be dying when like you know how cigars have the little wrapper on it. Yeah. It's gonna be like Jeff Bezos' face. On that little... <laughs> oh, a picture of his rocket. <laughs> yo, you make the cigar the 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 joint shaped like the rocket. Oh, how dope would that be, man? Oh my god, dude. Oh, that should be something to it. <laughs> While we're on the employee shortage, did you see the school bus? Uh, the, the thing from Massachusetts with the school bus? No. Dude, so there's this. Uh, there's a class field trip popping in Massachusetts, and I guess you can't even get school bus drivers right now. Oh you can't yeah, get school even bus driving across. Yeah, 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 even yeah, here yeah, it's yeah. a problem. Yep. So school Massachusetts is going on a field trip. I'm badass kids, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody want to do that shit. that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. So this school in Massachusetts is going on a field trip, and they couldn't find bus drivers. So they hired this uh, company that has. The party buses. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> they put the kids on a party bus that had a stripper pole in it. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of those? Though? <laughs> Back in the day, man, when I did my I did my brother in law's like bachelor party, and we got one of them party buses. Man, those are dope. Those are sick. Yeah, they, they, they fits like twenty people in there, man. And yeah, it's it's cool. So they so they okay so. They didn't hire the drivers. 
they hired the drivers with the vehicles. Yeah, they hired, so, they had so the, hired company the company with the... and the company had the vehicle, right? So yeah, they needed both. <laughs> I was dying. I, I would have paid for the video for that, bro. That shit. I go, yo, these kids got a field trip and a career day all in one. Because <laughs> <laughs> what's what's this used for? Yeah, <laughs> or be like, hey Kim. Get up on that pole. Get right up there. on that pole real quick. <laughs> Take that for a spin. See how you feel. I, it's definitely in your future. Anybody named Stacy, step on up. <laughs> Kids got the, the the ones out. Yeah. Fucking making it rain. <laughs> May I get up there, TikTok? <laughs> Bro. You yeah you know there was a teacher in there that was like tempted to take that <laughs> shit for a spin. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if you have one of those like teachers that are kind of like prudes and, oh. they, and they get in there and they see the stripper pole, you know how you know their reaction oh. and, and then of course the kids start and, and and then I would love to know, is this like an inner city school, or is it like some like you know like Catholic? prep school or something you know what i, I mean no i have to go now i have to pull the article but it's a, it's a school in boston but boston's pretty it's kind of i don't know boston it's has mixed. like a ghetto yeah it's mixed but they got white ghetto yeah i'm about to find that but yeah, dude, i'm like dude that's so good i like i love this time I could just picture my kids coming home too, like like my daughter or my son being like, "Yeah, it was a pole in the middle, right of the in the bus. middle of the bus." Yeah, right in my bus, and we all started swinging from it. Like they would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> "They told us that was just to hold on to in case in case of an emergency." Yeah, Miss Smith did all these tricks. She said she uses it at her night job. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing on time, bro? Do we got? Oh, just almost in an hour, man. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. We doing good. You said you saw the the headline of the of the whole uh, MJ Drake thing. Oh yeah, talk about that. Did we had talk? I just saw a headline. Okay, so so the headline was like uh, uh, for for those listening, like uh, there was this headline this week that was Drake just dropped an album about a week and a half ago or so, and um, the headline was is Drake as big now as MJ was in his prime? MJ being Michael Jackson. Oh, and I read that and I was like, you, this just one of those examples of prisoner of the moment. Right. Right. Like the recency bias. Cool. You are out of your fucking mind. If you think that anyone ever will reach the level of celebrity of someone like a Michael Jackson. You think no one ever, ever, bro. bro. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen again. So I gave us a lot of thought. The reason why I think it's because we have access to people now. Okay. So social media has made it to where like, I know what Drake's doing today. Right. I know what, what what he looks like. I know what he wears. I know what he he's accessible almost to me. Right. As a fan, I feel like I get those updates. I get that breakdown. I get the stuff. MJ was running around Back then, with a yeah, fucking burka and he's like <laughs> hanging his baby over a fucking balcony. And you're like, you're like, dude, MJ was making people cry at the sight of him. You know what I mean? Like you ever see those videos, MJ yeah, walk, and bro. he walks through like Japan and people are like passing out. And so I think. I don't think there's ever going to be anyone that famous again. Dude, and it's not just Michael Jackson. I I, I think he's like the most extreme example that I can think of. Um, but like the Beatles? Yeah, like the Beatles had this level of fame at that time that I don't think will ever be reached. And I and I think it's because we have so much access to people now. Like Drake is, yeah, he's big. I think if Drake was obviously walking down the street, he couldn't, right? He couldn't just walk down the street without security yep. and all this stuff. <laughs> I don't know that people are passing out when they see Drake or people are crying or people are like, I've been waiting my whole life to save up, to go see you, to like, 
because right. he's so accessible now, right? I can turn on my phone and go to Drake's Instagram page and then be like, oh, fuck's Drake doing today? And then he's telling me about he's making an album and then he's doing 15 interviews and then he's doing like, you know, Michael Jackson very rarely did an interview. And then, you know, very rarely did a commercial and then fucking burn his hair off. Right. So, like, so you're saying that because of the inaccessibility. Yeah, the scarcity, I guess, of right? its presence. So the demand is higher. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like the supply demand kind of thing, yeah, right? I, yeah, go, yeah. I, I just don't know that we're ever going to see someone that famous ever again, man. Like, I, dude, when Michael Jackson died... That shit was news, like... It's a big deal, man. That shit was OJ Bronco Chase, right? Every news channel stops, pause, goes on there. I'm and, like, not, and not for nothing, man. He had, like, like a week or two of specials, which, dude, just, it just reminded me of a thought. Um, Gary V has this thing where he's like, he's always like, yo, go go do that thing. Like, stop stop worrying about judgment and, and like, just go forward with whatever you got to do. And he goes... Michael Jackson, possibly the most famous human ever, got a week after he died of specials. And he's like, that's it. And then and then life moves on. It's fucking true, bro. And, he and, goes, and he'll be the last person and, to get that. Bro. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, so what are you worried about? Yeah. The, the only other person that I could think of that reached his level of infamy was like Princess Diana. Uh, yeah. That I could like think of, uh, you know, because I go not even Prince was Michael Jackson famous. Prince was famous. He wasn't Michael Jackson famous. I thought about Michael Jordan. I go Michael Jordan transcended sports, right? Like your grandmother knew who Michael Jordan was yeah. and was super famous at that time. But because Michael Jordan has lived long enough in this era now where we see the occasional video of him playing one on one with some kid in the Bahamas. Yeah, you would freak out. Like, I think I would have a freak out if I saw Michael Jordan. I probably wouldn't have that for many celebs. But I don't think he's Michael Jackson famous. Like, I just, I, I was going down the thing. I'm like, I can't think of anybody who would ever be as famous as Michael Jackson ever again. Like, uh, uh, good, bad, and different. Like, uh, however yeah, I, you feel about to, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I hate to say ever again because I, I always feel like records are made to be broken. Um, but, I mean, it's a good argument, right? Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Uh, recently, man, did you watch the, the HBO The Shop? I haven't seen any recent ones. The last one I saw was the Tom Brady one, I think, was the one I saw. Okay, so the one after that. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is I saw a video recently. I think it was on Instagram. I don't remember where it was. But Michael Jackson was, it was like pre-recording. So the camera's on, but it's not what got aired. Oh. And and he's talking about uh, touring. And, and he's like, I hate it. Like, I hate touring. You know, because... You go to these cities and it's, he's like, and then, and then like you go to this show and you get like this massive high and then like you don't sleep and then you're on again the next day. And he's like, it's just this like horrible time. And, 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 um, and then they go, Michael, you, like for the special, like we can't say that. And then so when they roll the camera, he goes, I love touring. And they also are laughing and he in the just background. Keeps going, uh, right? So laughing in the background, but he's just like, all right, man, like you don't want the truth. Let me play the part. Then I fucking play the part. In the See, shop. but in today's world, that clip would have made it through. And then we would have felt like we knew Michael. We'd have been like, oh man, Michael doesn't really like touring. And it would have been the same. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, yeah. But you know what? Like um in that in, in the latest episode of the of the shop, um, Carmelo Anthony's on there. And he goes, basketball, he goes, a lot of a lot of uh and at least NBA players he was he was referring to, but I would imagine that this would um, that this would this would transcend to other sports. He was like a lot of basketball players are, are depressed. He goes, you practice insane amount of hours, 
then you go to a game and whether the game is you know if, if it's a close game or whatever he goes you come back to your room or to your home where depending on whether you're home or away and you're on this high he goes even if you lost you're on this high and he goes and you can't sleep and it takes you forever to fall asleep when you finally fall asleep you have to get up early the next day because you have to go practice hard because the next game is the following day and he goes and you do this day in and day out and you don't get a lot of sleep and there's all this ton of pressure on you and then and then you play really good for years because you keep pushing yourself and then you begin to fall off and then everybody goes oh he's finished so you go from like this really high to like this low and he goes and then in between everybody thinks you're on this high and he goes but meanwhile you're like this like this sucks like it, it's it's good but it sucks right like you get this um you know you're, you're, you're playing in front of the crowds you're you're doing great and everybody's talking about you and whatever but in 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 the in the middle of everything in order shit that we don't see kind of going back to the michael jackson thing of him going i hate touring but all we see is a tour and with the nba players all we see is the games and so We'd have no idea like what's going on behind the scenes with these guys. They got them there, dude. And dude, and we talk about this all the time on a smaller scale of like the chase, right? Where where you know we've talked about time like what what's enough? What's that chase? And, and I think it 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 actually kind of feeds into that where you're like for these guys the chase is and behind closed doors, right? And then unfortunately for them the high. Uh, you know, like, and for the common man, it could be like whether it's a job, whether it's school that you want to get a degree, whatever, right? Like that, that, that moment of um, a validation comes so quickly, and then for these guys, you're like, you're there, and you're seeking that validation, and then it just falls off, right? The entire you get it, and it's what's what, and what's next, and then what's next, and then for us, I think you can apply that to like the normal folk where you just go. The chase, the chase, the chase. And then once you accomplish whatever that goal was, and then you're up there in the validation. It's not that big. It's not that big. And then it almost, you know, like you hear people say all the time, like the the top is lonely or getting there isn't as fun because staying there is harder than getting there. Right. And I think it's not so much that it's harder. It's just that you're allowed to do it behind closed doors. And when you have to do it under the microscope or when you have to do it in front of the bright lights or when, you know, like it just adds another element of pressure of something that was already insanely right, difficult to right, pull right. off, right? It's like, oh, like staying at the top's big. It's like, oh, it probably requires the same amount of effort. The problem is, is that you've now just magnified, like you, the, you've added this element of doing it in front of people. Right. And it's just, and people are waiting for you to fail because in either way, they're entertained. You do awesome, I'm entertained. You fall off, I get to have the conversation of you falling off as an athlete. Like yep. it, it's, and, and I think for us on a smaller scale, we go, we get to wherever our goal is and we almost do that to ourselves where we go, well, fuck, what do I do next? What am I? I ain't shit. I just got to this like that. And you almost set this right. next goal because you're your audience, right? Like yep. you're your- uh, or, or you get around, or, or once you reach that goal, you get around other people who have already reached that goal and have done so much more. And humble and you, you realize, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize, oh, I ain't shit. I ain't shit. Yep. And then and it's never ending, dude. It's, it's, it's like the, one of the Gary Vee things I saw this week was something like that. It's like, it's interesting because like we, I can't remember what the quote was, but it's like, you know, we, um, 
somehow like we value people's opinions but yet we do this other stuff that's like solo dolo like like yet yeah, the the things that we i want to find because it's actually really good and it, it actually he had a goes couple of good he had a couple of good things he had a couple week. of gems this week i was like man gary was on it dude he must have been his, his garage sailing and he was thinking of all <laughs> kinds of shit because it was so did you see the go-kart oh yes dude that shit looked awesome dude oh he's actually pretty awesome man the uh oh fuck now nah, i can't yeah, no, yeah, it, it's, hard, it's hard to find man yeah it's hard because he because he dropped 1700 things a day um but yeah it was something to do about like like uh, how we value other people you know other people's yeah, opinions yeah but then it was also like it, it, the comparison was when it doesn't matter like something that we do alone and that's good enough but then somehow we value other people's opinion like it just doesn't add up um I think all in all human man, nature man it's, yeah all in all if, if you can enjoy the process like that's that's the win yeah, yeah. Right? And if you just go like that, if, if you enjoy the, 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 the path there to wherever that destination is, like, that's the win. Think man. of all the greats, right? Like the Kobe's, right? The part you talk about Kobe, very rarely do they bring up a moment in the game. It's the, it's the uh, you know, like the, the biblical almost work ethic. Right. Behind the scenes, right? Nobody ever goes, remember that time he, you know, hit, hit that jumper with whatever. Dude, you talk about Kobe, it's like that. Um as a matter of fact, I think uh, who was it? Uh, Jay Will, the the dude from um, you know former Duke player, yeah. went went to the Bulls, had a motorcycle accident. Yeah, he tells he tells a good story where he's like, um, he was gonna play them, and then he goes into the gym really early, like like a few hours early, and Kobe's already there, and then he practices for a few hours and then, and then he was kind of trying, sort of trying to outlast Kobe, but then it got really late and he's like, well, fuck, I got a game tonight. And then he left and then they play the Lakers. They get torched by the Lakers and he goes to Kobe afterwards and he's like, yo man, like how long did you practice for man? Like I practiced for a few hours. I thought I was doing good. Like, what do you do? And, 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 and he goes, I was there. I wanted you to see that you were not going to be there earlier than me. You were not going to be there later than me. And so that in itself told you that you were not going to outwork me. And he goes, yo, that's the shit that like stuck with him. Which is true, dude. And, yeah, and, he's, and if you think about it, man, somebody like, um, like Carmelo Anthony you know, isn't known for that work at like we don't right. think, we don't think of we that. don't think of that we don't think of that kobe's but, like because it's so so well known and so thing he's one of those people where you just go the work behind the scenes is almost and he's the rare case where people go you could almost do no wrong because he was you know in some sense you could say he was an asshole right because of his work ethic but it was so respected the grind that he had was just so intense and it was public so to right. speak i guess because so many people have come out that it's one of the few scenarios where we respect the the like we don't you don't you don't remember the shots he missed or the games where he took forty seven shots and made fifteen of them like you just go right now nah, the guy had a ridiculous work ethic he's the he's the rare exception to the nah man this dude missed that like dude you think Nick Anderson what's the first thing that comes to your head four free throws didn't perform in the pressure yep <laughs> That's just, and, and, and I think most of us live in that world yeah is the what's the highlight reel like. And then we judge ourselves even based on what's the highlight reel, you know, like well, what's what's my what's my Sports Center top ten gonna look like, you know, at the end of this run, and yeah, and, and there's very few people who get like a pass on that because of the behind the scenes work. And I wonder if Michael Jackson was one of those where he was just like, 
you know, to kind of take it full circle where he goes like, yo, y'all don't see the shit that goes into this tour. Right. Y'all just see the dude that's out on stage moonwalking and fucking yep. he he in and all this shit and, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, he's like, that's awesome. But I got to go live with me after that and live in this shit where I'm putting my body through this and I'm right. sleepless and I'm uh, stuff. And the rest of us are just going, when's the next show? Yeah. Dude, I can totally see that, dude. There's no way you come off this high like that. You're not sleeping, dude. We've had, you know, I'd say even moments in, in, in just regular everyday work or or something that's happening in your life. What you know, whether it's with your kids or spouses or whatever, we're like, you're you're high off of that where you can't sleep. Yeah. So can you imagine doing that to yourself over and over and over? No, I like I, I couldn't. And and I think most of us couldn't. I think we just look at it from the outside and 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 we go, Oh yeah, like you're just performing. Like go sing. Go sing. Dude, as someone who I've stepped on very, very, very small stages with very little people, nowhere near that, that shit is a shot of adrenaline. Really? Oh my God, dude. Like there's people tell you not nervous are full of shit. There's the nervousness, there's the adrenaline, there's the that shit is uh, uh, an adrenaline shot, and you're just so high off of it, even if it's a bad experience. And then it, it it's true. Dude. It's hard to sleep after something like that, especially you do it late in the day, which is when most of these things occur. Like, yep. there's this, like, like, this just amped up feeling that you get because you almost have to get there to get that. And, dude, it's not normal to walk out somewhere and people are just fucking staring at you and clapping. And so can you imagine if you're Michael Jackson – and you walk into an arena full of 20,000 people and they're all fucking crying and clapping at you. Like, I, that shit is mind blowing to me. I've walked on a stage with like 20 people looking at me and I'm like, oh shit. They're like, <laughs> make me laugh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they stare at you like, all right, bro. Like, yeah. You better be good, motherfucker. <laughs> this is my Thursday night. Make me laugh, clown. <laughs> clown. <laughs> That shit took me back to that movie. Remember Problem Child? Oh yeah, it was. It was also on. Um, was it Wedding Crashers? Yeah. <laughs> With the kids' birthday. When he's yet? Yeah, no, when he's doing the. Is it the wedding when they're doing the balloons? The balloon animals. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he, he sits at the kids' table and then he makes them. <laughs> I started thinking about the Problem Child movie where there's some shit in there where the clown fucks with him. I can't remember the line, but it was something like that. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. All right, man. Tell them where they can find it. All right, man. Hey, hey thank you guys uh, uh, for supporting and listening. Uh, we are on every major streaming platform, uh, Apple, Google, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, Amazon, uh, you name it. If we're not on something that you like to listen to, let us know. We'll put it on there. You can also find us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on Instagram, the Carbon Footprint Podcast on YouTube, um, Carbon Footprint Podcast on TikTok, uh, Facebook. So, yeah, look for us. Follow us. Give us some suggestions. Give us some feedback. Um, yeah, yeah, interact. Um, it's, it's been good, man. We, we appreciate you guys listening and, and always being patient with us. Absolutely. And again, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, guys. And if you got any message from this week's episode, no regrets. Yep, just go fucking do it. Go, just go do it. Yep, yep. This one's for Shep, man. This one's for Shep. Raise the glass. glass. All right. All right. Peace. Peace.